I've always said, as uh, Noktazi, if uh, of course his fortunes uh, don't fare well in the world of uh, derivatives and equity markets, should consider a task as imbong yomtonyama. But Noktazi, let's uh, shift uh, swiftly along here. What does it take a look at uh, chemicals and fertilizer maker Omnia? Uh, they saw the uh, chair today, uh, Rod uh, Humphreys, stepping down with immediate effect, and uh, this. Of course, after uh, the shares have experienced a spectacular decline uh, after they had come out to the market, but hey, we capitalized well and then now coming out and saying, we might need more equity to pay off some debt. Uh, yeah, this is a bit of a quagmire, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think let's relay the story, see Kale, a little bit further back so that sure. we, we, we can come out with it and not sound too alarmist in, um, in our analysis of this particular Omnia business. Okay. These guys, um, six months uh, prior, came out uh, in November and they uh, uh, released a statement um, on the back of their results saying uh, they would cut 125 jobs. The reason why they were cutting 125 jobs from their chemicals division called uh, Protea Chemicals was because they were looking at uh, cutting costs, right? Mm. So it cost them $35 million for them to enter into that restructuring, and that restructuring was able to uh, then alleviate $75 million uh, was removed from the annual uh, costs um, mm. of the particular uh, company. Now, let's have a look at the end of September uh, and talk about the debt that mm. these guys are going through. At the end of September, the debt was $4.6 billion. That is compared to 2.5 billion at the end of March. So at the six months uh, to end of March 2018, it was 2.5 billion, and from 2.5 billion it went to 4.6 billion at the end of September. Now here's the thing: the capital, uh, the company's market capitalization is 4 billion. Now it's not difficult to see that if your market capitalization is worth four billion and you owe four point six billion, mm. you are very highly geared, and that is the problem that uh, is, is creeping up. Because if you look at the financing cost, now the financing cost is the monthly payment that uh, the company pays to um, you know to the lenders, the people who have given it the money. The, 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 that cost has gone up 146% from, uh, you know, from, from March up until September to the current levels where we are now. So this problem, the problem that we're sitting with here is actually, uh, you, you, you said something about Steinoff, and I think we might be at it the smells point of like that, Steinoff, but, man. But remember, I said, let's not be alarmist, right? Okay. Zingisa, let's pause there. Let, let's pause this. I need to take a spot break. Stop in this way. And uh, we'll continue. Of course, I, I want you to continue mapping this issue out for us uh, up to the point where, of course, they came out uh, to provide guidance to the marketplace earlier on this year to say we, we're in a better spot. We're trying to renegotiate our debt uh, with uh, some of the debt holders. But now it seems that uh, uh, there's uh, a dominoes of exits. Uh, on the part of some uh, people here in the management team. I'm in conversation with Zingisa Nokazi. He's an independent equity and derivatives trader. I'd love to hear from you as well on this particular issue. Uh, do let us know and uh, you can do so on 089
Seven minutes it is before 8 p.m. I'm in a conversation with uh, independent equity and derivatives trader Zingisa Noktazi. Zingisa, with the context and the background that you were giving us here. And uh, of course, I guess just to contextualize and locate uh, the current challenges that uh, Omnia has. Cool. So we find Omnia now has been hit by a combination of factors. This is added to them trying to alleviate some of the costs. The combination of factors, some of their own doing, others not. There's been a downturn in the mining segment, which affected the explosive business that, uh, that they have. Mm. So in the domestic market, they took a knock there. Further, there was a drought in 2016-27 financial year, and the resultant of that was lower crops, which meant a lower demand for their fertilizer. For fertilizer yeah. Right? So that's the working, that's the, um, on the cash flow, um, the net uh, sort of income that would be coming in. But if you look at the capital expenditure, look, these guys went and, um, and raised funds so that they could acquire two major uh, uh, businesses. They took uh, a major interest, the 90% interest in Umongo Petroleum. Mm. These guys are suppliers of oil products and lubricants. And they went and they bought Oro Agri, based in the U.S. Uh, in, it's an agricultural company. The reason for this, they're saying, is because they need a, a wider span so that they can expose their companies to a, a wider market. Further, they went and they added uh, a construction of a new fertilizer plant that is in Sasselberg. Hmm? So what do we have here? All we in quick have, succession. We have high expenses. On top of the high expenses, we have high uh, um, working capital being used. So they've literally bitten off more than they can chew. And this could lead to choking much of what we see happening with the proteas over in London at uh, the Cricket <laughs> World Cup. But yes, hold up. Because they were told in April that there is no need for unscheduled repayment or capitalization Mm. because they had already spoken to their lenders and um, they were at base. So their bankers were all fine and everything was all hunky-dory. However, you will know that whenever a business has a communication with their lenders, yes. Since the beginning of the year, the share price has dropped 47.63%, right? This thing is currently trading at 44 rand. One year ago, it was trading at 130 rand. So this share in 10 years, this, this price that it's trading on is something that it traded 10 years ago. Mm, mm, These mm. guys are in absolute trouble. Zingisa, when you kicked off, we Zingisa, talk about yeah. the chairman, mm. Rob Humphreys. And Rob Humphreys is what? On his way out. Now, here's the thing. He is retiring. He was meant to have retired and left in September at uh, the company's uh, annual general meeting. However, because of everything that's uh, happening with this major stock-up, he has decided to, and I quote, facilitate a, uh, to, to facilitate a smooth changeover. He has decided to leave immediately. I think we could talk about it. I think we could talk about it. 
Marquez was here on Twitter saying rapid acquisitions are always a red flag for me. I remember looking at IO last year and their share price was attractive but didn't make sense. They were just buying a lot of companies and I just put a question mark on it on my vision board and that ended the mess. And I guess the same story applies to uh, the Steinoffs here. If I, of course, uh, must be cautious and not to be alarmist here. But there is a similar trend here of uh, rapid uh, Uh, of acquisitions in rapid succession and of course when a few of those don't pan out be it for the drought or even the slowdown in the mining sector they do come back to bite and uh, we're seeing this here uh, in uh, of course the wipeout in the share value there i'm quite interested in how much uh, of the market capitalization this has been able to wipe out and uh, whether or not this new issue of uh, of uh, equity is also going to have an impact on that a quick note on that, um, <clears throat> because we spoke about the PIC earlier on, mm. and they obviously come into the picture quite, uh, um, you know, significantly when it comes to this watering down of the shareholders. Yes. Let me just explain, perhaps, uh, for the sake of our listeners, how they plan to, um, in fact, uh, raise this $2 billion in new equity is through an issue of a rights issue. Mm. Now, a rights issue is um, is a... Is a is a simple tool that a company will use. What they'll say is they'll go out to their existing shareholders. They'll say, look, we are offering a right issue. A right issue gives them the opportunity to buy more shares so that they can uh, uh, remain in the same uh, holding in as far as percentage of shareholding so that they don't get watered down. Now, the amount of shares that they are able to buy is uh, in the same proportion as they currently hold. Now, the difference is that they are able to buy the shares in a rights offer at an amount less than what it is available in the market. So it is attractive for a current shareholder to then participate in the rights offer and buy more shares, right? Mm. And that's obviously more money into the business. However, if you as a shareholder do not have the funds to acquire more shares, then you will be watered down in your position. But in this case... When you look at a, a shareholder like PIC, when they get a rights issue of this nature, and they will obviously are looking long-term, this is the kind of investment picture that they have. When they look at these acquisitions and they listen to the story that the company is saying, mm. of course they will be alarmed by the fact that the debt is now $4.6 billion to a market capitalization of $4 billion. Highly geared. It's not uh, good for the balance sheet. However, if you look at it in the long term, you then say, well, these guys are building for something that will, uh, you know, uh, give, give food um, in 15 years, 20 years time down the line. So PIC in this kind of environment will then say they will take up the rights offer, buy up the new shares, and in that manner they will recapitalize um, this particular business uh, of Omnia, um, Omnia Holdings. The issue, though, is the, the, the shareholders, they feel like that this company has broken trust mm. because they are the ones in April that said they did not need to recapitalize and there were no unscheduled repayments. And then they come back, what's it, a month later, and they say, look, we're going to be issuing this right issue. Yeah. So, yes, there is uh, a sense of, of, um, of, uh, of unclarity. There is a sense of there's a push that's happening probably from the bankers and the lenders saying, look, we want our, our, our financing costs to come through mm. and, and the pressure might certainly be there. Why you find the chairman stepping down with immediate effect and he's being replaced by um, one of the lead uh, directors who, were, who was there in his stead.
Okay. Last question on my end. Zingis up before Sukululam uh, Dagwet. Uh, we do know that uh, there is a, a share scheme here, a broad-based uh, black economic empowerment vehicle uh, that uh, Omnia put out uh, called the Sakile One Initiative. And that's uh, supposed to have uh, converted into Omnia shares and uh, also allowing Omnia to exercise a call option uh, now in 2019 based on the value of, uh, I guess, uh, the investment that Sakile had made in Omnia. Does this now, uh, I, I guess, find itself vulnerable, this particular scheme and the value uh, that uh, many of the management team and some of the employees have vested in this particular scheme when we look at the spectacular collapse of the share price? Uh, I think the only thing that would save the share price of uh, Omnia at the current moment, and uh, in particular this uh, B structure that you're speaking of, is if we use if uh, Magashule's uh, economic uh, uh, structure <laughs> of um, uh, quantity, <laughs> quantity easy. <laughs> that is probably the only way that we can save the share price. It is unfortunate for those um, you know black shareholders that were that were brought in a couple of years back, because the the the, the intention then was very clear that let's also give them a stake of this business. And I mean, this is a business that exactly a year ago the share price was 130. Mm. But if you're now you know you came into the deal at 130, this thing is now with 47 rand. You 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 you've lost out. Mm. You've lost out and. Saving for a quantity uh, quantity easing, there's really much yes that uh, that you can hope for and uh, and 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 capitalize on in as far as um, that particular investment is concerned. Hmm. Look, we are speaking from a level of um, you know a, a, a touch of heightened um, alarmism, and maybe we 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 might be blamed for being um, uh, pessimistic. However, we have to look at the facts in front of us. Uh, the debt is 4.6 billion. I mean, the company I mean. is uh, market capitalization at 4 billion. That's a highly geared company. The chairperson, who was also a managing director, is leaving. He was supposed to leave in September. He's leaving immediately uh, so that he can allow for a smooth changeover. All of these things are not good. The downturn in the mining continues. The uh, uh, demand for fertilizers is not going to pick up radically. We know that they've uh, built the fertilizer and have acquired the two new businesses, but we are not confident that all of those things will lead mm. to the drastic turnaround that this company needs for it to be able to turn around and say to its shareholders, look, we are not going to have unscheduled repayment yes. or capitalization. And then a month later, come back and say, we need to raise new funds through this rights issue mm. so that we can so raise $2 billion. We'll have to leave we it there. We are looking at tonight. a bit of a quagmire. Yeah. And uh, we don't have to be contrarian for us to really see this one in a negative light. Not much uh, glowing to speak of here, but it certainly is a developing story, Mdaganoktas. And uh, if indeed, of course, we see some developments, uh, we will catch up with you once again. But uh, I guess the, the last thing we were talking about there for me, uh, the many workers uh, who have uh, dedicated much of their time to building this particular company, also seeing their scheme uh, probably finding itself in the red here if, if uh, uh, that uh, share price decline is anything to go by. And this line is Buzioba. As share price decliners are when uh, things need to vest out, when people need to cash out uh, their money. And uh, I must say some of these BE structures, least of all those that are so heavily reliant on share price performance, have really been a dud for many black investors. You might have a different view. If so, let me know.